Welcome to the Daily Cron for Wednesday, February 20th, 2019. I'm Stephen Tolton, and today was a snow day. It's kind of a surprise snow day, actually. So uh, my day job is at Drexel University, so I got this alert last night. said we were closed, and it kind of freaked me out a little bit. And, and some other of my colleagues as well were a little bit surprised by this, because if you work at Drexel long enough, uh, they have a reputation among among us old-timers there of, of being being the type of, of organization that just doesn't like to close for snow. And the last I had seen in the forecasts uh, were that it was just going to be a messy commute home today. And I, so I didn't expect them to close. You know, at, at worst, I maybe close early, but not, not be closed in advance. But then all the other local like K-12 schools close and some universities close, and then they, they close. But I got, I got this alert. I'm like, holy crap. Uh, last I heard, it was just going to be a messy community, as they said. So I, I was like, did this uh, storm get upgraded to day after tomorrow territory or something? And some other colleagues had a similar reaction. They were just like, what's happening? Did you see this? When I got up in the morning in the, the Slack team, I'm on. Some people were also just like, who hadn't seen the alert until then. Like, what's happening? Uh, so it was, it was fine. I'm not complaining. I, I appreciate a snow day. But it was it was just like surprising because I, I figured... If we were going to get a snow day, uh, it was going to be a bigger storm than this because, you know, people were driving around fine, you know, this afternoon. So I don't know. But uh, that's cool. I like snow days. And on this snow day, I got to uh, put a little bit more uh, attention into uh, reading this uh, and actually going through this process that I'm going to talk about in a minute from a blog post from stacking the bricks. But uh, before that, I want to give a little update about the two-factor issue with uh, developers. So if you listen to the 2F Apocalypse episode, which I'll link to in the show notes, the uh, issue there was uh, developers have to turn on, Apple developers have to turn on two-factor authentication for our accounts, at least some of them. But Apple finally released an official FAQ, which I'll also link to. And this FAQ outlines exactly what accounts are supposed to be uh, enabled for two-factor authentication and how you're supposed to go about it. Uh, it's basically the same information for the most part that the community figured out already on their own. Uh, but the I, I appreciate having an official FAQ, and it's the one I'm going to start following as early as tomorrow. Obviously, I don't have a lot of time, so I'm going to have to do it. But uh, one thing is in there that I liked, that it, was, uh, it was really good to know, is that it really only applies to the team agent account, whatever they call it now, because they just changed the name of it. But like the overall super administrator for an account. So that means it cuts down the number of these accounts that I have to do at least before the uh, deadline. So that's good. Uh, it's still, the process is still annoying. And if you want to learn about that, listen to the other episode. I won't bore you about it. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, don't worry about it. We're going to move on. So <clears throat> snow day. So what do you do on a snow day? Uh, well, I didn't really go out anywhere because, you know, it was miserable outside to walk. But I had started reading this post on Stacking the Bricks dot com that was basically a repost by Amy Hoy. Uh, it was a post originally written in 2014, and I believe it was reposted maybe I don't know January or something recently. And it's uh, the post is called "Don't Fave This Post: How You Can Really Launch a Product Business This Year." So I remember being introduced to Stacking the Bricks and related content from Amy Hoy and and uh, probably years ago, but obviously it didn't really. <laughs> stick with me as much like i think parts of the stuff i read did but i i didn't really follow the entire process i remember um trying out some of some of the stuff and and whatever like life got in the way i wasn't ready to uh move forward then i guess but i don't know what made me 
think of it again, but um, something did. So like yesterday, the day before I started reading this, I went to the website again, and I saw that they had reposted this. And uh, I don't think I ever read the whole thing when it was first you know, out. So I started reading this, and I think it actually has some really useful advice. And I recommend every, you, you check this out if you're interested in doing a product business. So if you're not familiar with uh, Amy Hoy, I uh, don't know where you've been. <laughs> but, uh, so uh, I guess the way I originally got into this whole thing was I am in Philly Coca, and Philly Coca moved to, or and had people who, who were part of Indie Hall, and were there now as our main site. And so Indie Hall is Alex Hillman, and Alex Hillman and Amy Hall, Amy Hoy, Alex Hillman, Amy Hoy, have this 30 by 500 program. And the 30 by 500 program is, I believe, what someone a few years ago had recommended to me when I was interested in, in launching something like starting a product business and I didn't know what I was doing. <clears throat> well, I mean, I still don't know what I'm doing, <laughs> obviously, because I've been terrible at it so far. But <laughs> the 30 by 500 um, Academy thing, like I had looked into it, I remember years ago, a few years ago, but it, it like I just uh, didn't actually apply for it. Uh, and it was kind of out of my budget range to to do that, <clears throat> but it was also what was recommended to me is that uh, all the stacking the brick stuff because I had good content there that was free. Uh, a lot of their ideas were you know are here, just you know you don't have all the other um, benefits of going through the actual program. <clears throat> but uh, I remember reading some of the stuff then, and uh, I guess because I saw Alex Hillman do a podcast recently about a. Uh, Oh, Airtable. It's like the Airtable podcast. And uh, and I think he was talking about how he uses Airtable. Not a sponsor of this podcast, by the way. <laughs> no one is. No one's sponsoring this episode. But uh, he was doing a po- the Airtable podcast, and he was talking about how he was using that uh, for, for I think, for the 30 by 500 program. And so it, it was really cool. And then, uh, and I guess that's why he reminded me to go check out Stacking the Bricks stuff again. So I felt I came upon this. This article it was written originally in 2014, and it's been updated. And so uh, I haven't gotten through the whole thing yet because what it says in the beginning, which I, I thought was excellent advice, was take the next week and every day really tackle one of the larger sections. So I kind of haven't haven't been great at doing just one part of this a day. I kind of read ahead a little bit, but I, I kind of backtracked today. I'll go, but the four parts of it are, you know, find your F this moment, fix your mental model of success, learn how to start and keep going, start small, and instructions follow. So... uh I think this is excellent advice. And so the part one of this that I was going through yesterday and part of today, and uh, probably really need to focus a little bit more on this part, uh, uh, probably need to focus more on the next part than this part, but find the F this moment. Uh, I like that because they, they have some, the F this moment gives you that emotional push to move forward. And they said that all of their successful students had this F this moment about their current reality. And where they, where it really, it, before they, it, they doubled down and made a change happen. <clears throat> so, uh, what's my F this moment? I, I'm not really, <laughs> I don't really know if I have one F this moment, um, but maybe like several, you know, F this moments. Uh, you know, basically they say have a bitch fest, and I don't want to do that on the podcast. So that's not really interesting, but <clears throat> I did have some moments here that I have and I will um you know I, I think I'm still exploring this because I, I feel like I haven't found like the one thing that I think that really makes me like like mad <laughs> enough to move 
to do it. And I think it's part of the reason, part of that is because I'm fighting my own nature, which is to uh, really be very not angry about things. Like I, I try to keep it pretty cool. So now this, this, uh, this article is telling me that I, I need to like, you know, get kind of agitated enough to say F this. <laughs> so I, I'm not quite there yet. So I'm having a hard time kind of identifying them, but I have identified multiple things I think are, you know, like an F this moment, but I don't have that like emotional uh, connection with any of these yet, but I don't think that that's, uh, I don't think that means these things aren't, aren't issues. I think I'm just, that's just my personality, but I appreciate this because you need that, that kind of motivation, you know, it's easy to become complacent. So uh, being really going through and thinking about the things that I, I don't like in my life that I want to change things that I can change. That's actually really helpful. So that's kind of where I'm mostly at right now. But I also read ahead a little bit to to part two, which is fix your mental model of success. And uh, I really like this one because if you just look at what is like just out there in the industry, especially if you're in like the tech industry, there's a lot of examples of what's called success that isn't really accurate representation. It looks like a bunch of people are overnight successes. It looks like you know, these big companies have always existed, but they haven't. And they're even like, even the most successful, bigger uh, companies or internet famous people in my industry, they're, they were not an overnight success. As they say, the mantra of this section is there is no such thing as an overnight success. There's only stacking the bricks. And it has a really good video in here, which is pretty long, but it goes through basically 37 signals, which I guess is now called Basecamp, but their process from Amy's perspective, how they went ahead, and some others too, other people too, later on in the video, but multiple examples of stacking the bricks. Uh, and I found the video, even though it's, as they even say in here, it's a little old and a little wonky in places, it still works. And it's uh, excellent motivator and also gives you a clear roadmap. It, it kind of shows you the roadmap that multiple businesses, including 37 Signals now, Basecamp. At the time the video was made, it was still 37 Signals, but the it shows how they went from what they were doing to what they're doing now. And I think even more uh, and more useful was later on in the video where uh, Amy talked about her own businesses up to that point when the video was made and some other uh, entrepreneurial people that she knows and, and how they took these, these small steps, these small bricks, and they kind of did things and they linked them together over time. And, you know, one thing led to an opportunity and another thing, you know, an ebook here leads to an opportunity to do like a, a workshop there and maybe the workshop leads to an internet video you know version of it and that leads to you know something else and they all lead to making money while you're doing it and building up the funds to you know to fund the next thing and to help you you know do whatever you want to do <clears throat> so i think that's great so i'm I'm kind of like uh i read ahead a little bit just because i wanted to watch that video again and there's also some links in there to go through and then part three is learn how to start and keep going which I haven't done, I haven't read yet, but it is something that that I've kind of already tried to do this year by doing this podcast. I mean, I just, uh, when I started it in the beginning of the year, I was just like, you know what, I'm just going to do it. <laughs> I'm just going to do it. I I was like, I got a logo and stuff to help does help my friend uh, Mike, um, business partner Mike. Uh, he just like designed a logo for me. I'm like, I don't care. I'm like, we, we had some back and forth. So like, I don't, I don't, it doesn't need to be perfect. Like, we're going to do this. And I said, uh, design this for me, Sue, and 
we only we only only gonna have like a couple days to do this. Like that's all I budget. I was like, we're just gonna do this. I, I do not want to get bogged down and figuring out all this crap. I just need something that works for the website and social media and stuff, so it's there. <clears throat> and then I um I just made it and I, I just thought, you know what? I was looking at different hosts and stuff, and I, I was starting to get bogged down in tooling, you know, discussions. I think they mentioned in here somewhere uh, that you don't want to get bogged down in like looking at the tools and figuring out all this stuff. And it uh actually I'm probably getting that from the the from Alex's uh, Alex Hillman's podcast the, the episode I saw the other day. But the the idea is I was just I just decided at one point I was like okay it's enough I'm just gonna put it out there minimally good. It's I started recording it on my iPhone, you know, and it's not exactly the best production quality now, but I started with like literally what can I do today on my iPhone with what I got in my hand right now just to put something out there. I hadn't even gotten in the iTunes store yet because that was problematic. And so I just did it. So I've already started that kind of process, but there's more things that I want to try. But the, the point they make in here is that tiny wins made regularly are like a good motivator. That's very true. So every time I do one of these podcasts successfully, it's a real motivator. I mean, it's, it's tiring and it's like every day I don't necessarily want to do one of these things, but uh, it's kind of interesting as I'm thinking about it throughout the day. And every time I successfully put one up there, you know, it's it feels good, and I'm seeing a, some little bit of traction building now. Maybe you know, we'll see. Uh, it's uh, at least in my community here. I mean, I don't have a, like a wide listenership at this moment, but people in my community listen to this, and I've already had some discussions in real life with people about the content on this uh, this podcast and about you know what kind of direction maybe it should go in and stuff, and that's really cool. Uh, because that was kind of, kind of the whole point of this was I just wanted some easy wins and I wanted to learn something and I just wanted to, I, I just figured if I put it out there and I just did it regularly, something will come of it, <laughs> you know, something, even if it's just personal satisfaction from making, from making something. So that's why I've been doing it <clears throat> and we'll see. It's still, I think early days for this particular podcast, but definitely learned a lot. So I like that. <clears throat> the, uh, and then they, they kind of ends the article with, uh, I guess the article. They have the next section. There are four techniques they teach their students that truly work um, about creating good habits. Um, you know, motivating yourself, and measurable progress. Learn to love the action, not the results. And plan and work backwards. Learn to love the action, not the results. I like that. I, I haven't read this part, but I th- let me see what they mean by that. <clears throat> uh, yeah, they said like the joy of being a tidier isn't so much about the house looking pretty. It's not even so much about eliminating the bad feelings. No, it's really deep down about the joy of being a person of action, of seeing a problem, taking a and fix it, and making a change in the world, even if it's just from making the bed. So that's interesting. Uh, I like that. But I thought it may, maybe was going to be something slightly different. But when I, when I first read Learn, Love the Action, Not the Results, it reminded me of my time in doing martial arts. because. Uh, and I was doing Shotokan karate, and that's a very a traditional discipline. And really, in that discipline, it was it was all about perfecting the movements. It was always always you had to learn to love doing these very repetitive movements and doing the katas over and over and over and over again. And yes, you get better over time, but really, the the motivator was not someone your like sensei telling you, "Oh, you made an improvement." That's not really gonna motivate you to do hours of kata practice or you know a stance practice or something <clears throat> instead it was you just kind of had to learn to like doing those actions and by doing them repeatedly and consciously 
you got better. And I think uh, that's kind of what they mean here, too. At least that, that's my interpretation of it when I first read it. Uh, but I like that. I think that's that's true. And they part four, they say, starts small at the end here of the article. And I think that's uh, actually really excellent advice. That's actually advice that, I mean, I have off and on tried for a while, but it's it's actually a, probably some of the hardest advice for me to take. Because I, I want to to have the bigger thing. Like I in my mind I can see this bigger thing. But getting there is very difficult if you're just trying to go from zero to that big thing. So even though I am trained in software development, you think that I would be instinctually good at breaking down the problem. Uh, um it's not always that case because I'm also you know, I'm also like a, a lazy programmer and I just want my I just want to get there. I just want it to work right now. But uh no, it doesn't. It doesn't work that way all the time. And as I said, I get I've gotten bogged down in the past on stupid crap, like uh worried about tools. Like who cares? Like whatever works. At this point, my mentality is uh I got enough stuff going on in my life now that my mentality shifted. Whereas before maybe I had more time than I realized and like now I'm just like I, I this thing just has to work, you know, and don't worry if you make the quote unquote wrong choice on some tool because no tool is perfect. You can always move to another one. If you really have to just do a little bit of, do some research, uh, but not too much and just like, try something, get something that works, especially if I already have it. Cause I don't want to be spending money on stuff that I don't need to. And I, I just, I have all these things I already know. Let's just leverage what I know. And let's just get it done. Even if it's not perfect. That's my, my, my kind of mindset right now. I'm just one, just doing it, doing, doing, doing it. So I think the next thing I'm going to work on as like a tiny little project is to relaunch my blog again, <laughs> because I feel like uh, there there might be some stuff I have to I want to write about. I, I had some interest in talking about some of the the issues I went through trying to launch this podcast because I have talked about it in person with some people at Side Project Saturday, and there was some interest in that, and I th- figured that I can at least write one or a couple blog posts about some of these issues I had, because I don't, I think there's tons of educational material about how to do a podcast, but, you know, it changes over time, and I had kind, I had my own unique experience, and, you know, maybe it'd be valuable to somebody, but I don't know if that's really the point anyway, for doing doing something like that, like, I hope it's valuable to someone, but I, I think it'd be valuable to me just to do it and write it down, also just to, you know, remind myself, like, in the future, <laughs> if, I, if I do it again, uh, where my pain points were. Because uh, I used to be a much bigger blogger a long, long time ago. Not about anything in particular, I guess, but when I was like high school and early college. <clears throat> but I haven't really done it in many years. And that's, uh, I think, a real mistake, uh, like a regret that I hadn't done the blogging thing. Because, you know, it's hard. But after doing a podcast every single day, I feel like writing a, a blog article is probably, for me anyway, a little bit easier. If it's like once a week, once every couple of weeks, or whenever something happens that I want to make a comment about, uh, because I was always more of a writer than uh, than anything else. I was always good at writing. I enjoyed that. Uh, that I like doing that. Uh, but you know, I think that's what I'm gonna look at next. And I also have uh, a little, a little like video project that I'm trying to work on with somebody. And we'll see. We're going to do some kind of plan is do some kind of test recording on Sunday and see if it can amount to anything. And maybe that can turn out, turn that into one, one of these little, little, um, digital products and put it out there in the world 
in the near future. We'll see. Uh, at this point, I'm just trying to, I guess part of the reason I went to the, the Stacking the Bricks site is just I want to get back into this mindset. I want to make sure that I stay in this mindset of just shipping it, you know, just doing it. I, I, I started with that mindset when I got this podcast up and running. And even so, I, even though I've been doing this for almost two months now, uh, my natural state is not to just ship it. It's always to be be perfect, and that's tough. So uh, I'm just kind of taking time to once in a while, especially on a snow day when there's not really much else I want to be doing, just to try to make sure I'm I'm maintaining that mindset. And uh, you know, uh, I think that's good. I think that's useful. I think there's a lot of useful information here too. But uh, again, I don't want to get too involved in just reading about this stuff either. But I think you have to balance it a little bit because I don't, people like, like Amy and and Alex, like they know how to do this stuff. So you'd be uh, stupid to not take their advice seriously. You know, they're very successful people and I have a lot of respect for the products they put out there. Uh, I've never met Amy, but I know Alex and he's a really cool guy. And I like Indy Hall and, like I'm not, I don't even know all the stuff that he's up to, and but these people are people that I have respected uh, either just online or in person for a while, for years, really. So I think it's useful to check in with people that you respect and admire, and that are that are modeling behavior that you want to uh, mimic as well. And I think that's actually an important thing to do. You don't want to do it too much, but a little bit is 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 useful, I think. And so that's what I did today because it was snow day. And frankly, on snow days, I, I just, I don't know what it is. The mentality of, of a snow day is such that I can't do real work on a snow day. <laughs> like, I just can't. I don't know. Like, it's just always been a thing. I, can, I can't do real work on a snow day. I just want to, you know, frolic in the snow or something. Or Well, not, not in this snow. It's bitterly cold and wet, so not fun. But I just, you know, just want to hang out. And So at least I feel like I accomplished a little bit of mental kung fu or something here keep my my mind on task and we'll see if it works out okay so that's going to be it for today i'm going a little long i really got to shorten these these suckers up people are complaining they don't want to listen to 30 minutes of me talking which is you know understandable i don't really want to hear myself talk for 30 minutes either <laughs> okay that's it enough have a uh, have a great hope you had a great snow day Tomorrow is is Thursday. It's almost the weekend, people. Almost there. We'll get there. Uh, in the meantime, have a have a great uh, evening or whenever you're listening to this, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Keep the lights low.